You're listening to Season 2 of Got em, Coach. The show that doesn't believe in boasting and bragging. So we won't mention the 4,000 plus downloads in the fan base that stretches over 50 cities and 30 countries around the world. Because that would be doing too much. Now, here's your host, the mayor of the Four Point Island, Tyrone Smith. <laughs> Yo, I'm back in the building, man. I can only hit y'all with one yo today, man, because I'm, I'm, I'm legit still trying to get over a little cold that I just caught maybe about a couple days ago. I don't even know if it was necessarily a cold or if it was just my sinuses tripping as usual, but uh, I could only do one yo, because if I do multiple yo's, it's going to sound really, 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 really bad, and I ain't trying to sound bad. I'm trying to sound as unsick as i possibly can sound man so uh one the yo this week we're gonna get back to the multiple yo's whenever i get back to doing another episode speaking of episodes and things that are transpiring within the brand and the show itself um first off let me let me start off by saying um welcome back <laughs> welcome back to the welcome back to the shenanigans of the show that is got him coach y'all already know who i am y'all already know what i come to do so uh yeah there's that but it's more to it man it's more to it man last time we last time the boy was on the mic it was literally a little under a month ago 30th to be exact it is currently may 29th 2:27 a.m. as I am currently recording at this particular time. So um there's that. But um in the meantime between time man it's 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 still it's still some things going on. Always tell y'all just because y'all don't necessarily hear me on the mic just cuz y'all don't hear just cuz y'all don't see the new notifications of episodes up does not mean that I'm not working. I am still working. Still putting things together, still got things in motion. It's just that you know I'm I'm only one person, and I can only do so much. I can only do so much before you know I burn myself out, and I don't want to burn myself out. I've had that happen too many times before, where I burnt myself out from trying to do way too much. So to keep that from not happening. I can only I only focus on certain things at certain times. So not necessarily saying that the show has not been a priority. This is my baby. This is what's kind of got me to where to put myself in a position to do other things and showcase my talents in other ways. But I ain't gonna lie, you know, just just trying to come up with content for the show every single week has just been very, very tiring and as I said, I don't want to burn myself out. I don't want to burn myself out because this is something that as it gets bigger, it's going to get it's going to get it's going to get hectic. It's going to get crazier and I have to prepare myself for that. So there's going to be some changes that is going to go on within everything that you you guys know about what's going on. Let me first start, start off by saying, um. I got some I got some things lined up for y'all, man. I got some some really really good really good things lined up for you guys, man. And I'm I'm really, really excited to uh make these things happen. First things first. I know y'all probably wondering what's gonna happen with the Gotham Coach podcast 
And don't worry, it's not going anywhere. But I want to fair warn people now. And you probably haven't been looking for episodes every week because I haven't legit been posting episodes every week. But what I want you guys to start doing is start looking for bi-weekly episodes because I am changing the format from every week to every two weeks. This gives me all of the time in the world. I don't have to come up with content every single week to the point where, where I come up with the content. I think I'm ready to, to do the content. And then when it comes to actually recording the content, I just don't feel like doing it. This saves me from having these moments because it's been man for the past what two years two years two years at one point i was consistent every single week season two i was probably consistent every week with the with the show for about six seven weeks and at certain at a certain point man it just it feel like the show starts to get repetitive because it seemed like a lot of the things that I talk about are the same things that I maybe talked about from the previous week. So if I give myself a little extra time to, you know, kind of let things develop, let stories develop, um, the, the content will be that much greater. So there's that. So um, I would say start looking out immediately. Uh, I want to get I want to get to at least 20, 22 episodes before I end the season. In season two and begin the work for season three. Um, so we gonna we we gonna we gonna grind these episodes out, man. We gonna grind these episodes out. We got we got a couple episodes that are kind of mandatory that I like to do within the the, the the frame of things, which is uh motivation to get it cracking. And um, since my birthday is coming up in July, um, I do a chapter insert number of age um, episode every year so this year i will be inserting the number 30 into that chapter because the boy will be turning 30 years old on july 14th so um that should be fun 30 should be fun man 30 should be fun i've been dreading it i ain't gonna lie i've been dreading it i'm not ready for it but um i i kind of came to a perspective man i told myself if the only thing that I can complain about going into my 30s is the fact that I haven't yet to buy my house, then I think I've done pretty well for myself from years one, year one to year 29, um, because it's a lot of people that's my age or older that's still trying to figure themselves out. And if the only thing I can say is, man, I ain't bought that house. I think I did pretty good. Like my my objective list for when I was younger was so big. Like when I say big, like, I mean, my objective list was like super big, you know, cause I, I just, I, I, I dreamed for the, for the, for the, for the things that, you know, that are, that, that I would say everybody wanted in a sense, man. I, um, I just look at it and man, it's been, it's been, it's been one heck of a journey. I'm not even going to front. It's been one amazing journey to um to 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 go into um blessed nonetheless man it's amazing but um so you know i've been you know what i found my mojo i found my mojo because like i said i have been feeling kind of down and you know when i when i had to put it in perspective man i have nothing to feel down about because 
I'm in a very, very good spot. Very, very good spot compared to where everybody else said I would be growing up and all that other stuff, man. I am in a really, really good spot. Really, really good spot. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Exactly what I want to do, man. And, you know, a lot of people can't say that. A lot of people has the attitude of, you know, I'll just do whatever. But I legit can say that I am in a position that I've always wanted to be in. And that's like one of the greatest things ever. The greatest things ever when you can put yourself in a position to, to do something that you always love. And I didn't take the I didn't take the regular route. I didn't take the traditional route. You know, I, I studied I studied in school for a little bit, but ultimately I just it just wasn't school. The school thing wasn't really wasn't for me. You know, I, I felt like the best way for me to learn and, and be good at my craft was for me to, you know, have to experience the trials and the tribulations. And that's what I did. I experienced the trials and tribulations of of building the brand. I've experienced the trials and tribulations of hosting a, you know, hosting the show. Um, I'm probably going to experience the trials and tribulations of um, production with some of these things that I'm getting ready um, to start production on in the summer. But nonetheless, man, the best way for me, the best way for me to learn and the best way that's always been the best way for me to always get where I want to go is I got to go through some trial and error first. And, you know, you, you got you got to see my trial in there. You got to hear my trial in there because that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, man, I want I want people to be able to feel like they grew up with me. I don't want to be able to come to people when I'm when I'm 20,000, 20 million deep fan base. And, you know, what I'm saying I'm making all the money in the world and I'm doing a every 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 other thing that I want to do. I don't want that. I want y'all to experience the grind where I'm getting maybe X amount of uh, listens on the show where I'm probably getting maybe five to seven to 10 to 20 views on YouTube. I, I want I want that grind. I want people to, you know, be with me during that grind because, you know, that's that's the that's the journey. That's the that's the beginning, man. That's the beginning. That's when everything is still fresh. Everything is still raw. You still learning. You still learning and, you know, you it's, it hasn't gone to your head yet. And I don't want I don't want the famous success to go to my head. I've never been a guy who really wants the the accolades and the glory. And I'm never going to be that guy. I'm never going to be that guy. I've been I'm too humble and too appreciative and too um, weary, not weary, but I'm too. I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but I watch what's going on in the world too much. I watch how people struggle and have to, you know, do certain things. Maybe have worked two, three jobs just to make ends meet, just to make sure that the kids are taken care of. Like, I understand these things. And I never want to be that guy who puts people down for choosing the way, choosing the directive that they went. Because everybody has a choice. and But at the end of the day, it's not always the end, man. It's not always the end. As long as you got breath in your body, man, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't necessarily have to be, I'm going to be in this situation. I'm going to be in that situation. And that's just what it's going to be, man. There's people 60 years old still, you know, pursuing that college degree. You know what I'm saying? People 85 years old still was 
10, 15 credits away from graduating from college and going back to school and completing a degree. People 40 years old who never got their high school diploma going back to finish their high school diploma. So, man, don't don't let your age or don't let your situation ever tell you that you're not able to do what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want to as long as you got the the the, the grit and the grind and, and, the, and the know-with-all and, and the understanding to make it happen. So, that's me. There's my rant for the day. But, um... Look, I, like I said, I got some exciting stuff, man. I'm I'm really, really excited, man. Daytona's perspective production begins at the end of next month, going into the early part of July. Um, it will. I, I'm gonna begin my production then. Um, it's a ten episode series where I touch on some of the most iconic things that I can think of in my what twenty plus years of watching basketball and you know maybe my 15 plus years of actually studying the game and you know really understanding what's going on who's who what's what and all that so it's gonna be a 10-part series um working on like i said i'm putting together the um the episodes now and um can't wait to get that going uh, so there's that and thoughts from the island that's going to be another production that's going to be taking place at the end of july um that's going to be another 10-part series don't really necessarily know what that particular episode is going to be about i want to showcase other talents besides my basketball expertise um i want to showcase you know i just want to showcase something different so i don't know if i'm gonna do something to the effect of um I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm still in the still in the loop trying to figure that out right now. Um, I think it's going to be imperative that I don't make it all specific basketball content, um, even though that's what I do. But, you know, sometimes you got to be able to switch it up a little bit and be more, you know, uh, all around for people to really, you know, maybe they be like, all right, well, you know, I ain't really feeling that, but I, I love this show. You know what I'm saying? So I'll catch that. So that's what I want to be able to do. So. There's that. There's thoughts from the island. There's Daytona's perspective. Um, sneak sneaker swag with Daytona. You already know what that is. That's just another um, variation of "Don't Jock My Kicks," basically, where I'm gonna showcase all the shoes. You know, shoes that I uh, new pickups that I get. Not nothing too nothing too crazy there. And then um, that's what I'm working on, man. And then you know we gonna we gonna get ready for season three of Got 'Em Coach. Um, I'm actually thinking about actually doing video. So I have audio and video this season. I think that'd be dope. Um, just got to try to figure out how I'm going to do it the best way. Um, probably had to go get some more cameras and try to set that up. So uh, like I said, man, the brand is moving. The boy be down in Vegas uh, in July for Summer League. Um, excited about that. Can't wait to see the rookies go out there and ball out. I'll be down there to uh, for a day. Just to watch some of the games, get my perspective on what's going on, um, and we're gonna go from there. And then the, the, the WNBA game, I definitely will be going to one of those. Um, I did a I did a whole episode on the WNBA. Um, it made me very very intrigued to actually go to a game and see to watch the women ball. You know what I'm saying? I I, I love competition. I love to watch competition in basketball. I think it's one of the one of the best sports, one of the most competitive sports. Mano Imano, woman Imo, woman Imo Is that a thing? That's not a thing. It's a thing today. But um, 
I, I just love the competition. And I just want to be able to go to a game. Um, hopefully, I don't know by the time I get down to Vegas, because they got a they got a WNBA team down there. I don't know if I'll be able to check out a WNBA game down there. But I will be, if I can't check one out down there, um, I'll probably hit up the shot. Chicago is maybe about three, four hours from Detroit. Um, so I'll be able to, you know, try to get down to the shot and catch a WNBA game down there and see what it, what the, um, what the content, the quality is all about. Cause, um, you know, sometimes TV don't do you justice. TV, TV don't do you justice. Like I, I seen, I seen James Harden on TV many, many times, but when I actually seen him in person, it was like a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? Um, I seen Julius Randle on TV many, many times, and I thought he was just an average player who kind of played scared at times. But when I seen him in person, it was a whole different story. I never seen Vince Carter in person. It took me 20 plus years to actually see Vince Carter, and I wasn't able to see the Vince Carter that was the half man, half amazing Vince Carter. I had to see the 42 year old jump shooting, occasionally taking you to the basket, give you a give you a graze dunk, Vince Carter. So uh, sometimes TV just don't do you justice. Sometimes you got to actually go down there and actually um, experience it for yourself. Um, and sometimes it does you justice. Sometimes it is exactly what you expect it to be. Reggie Jackson had a, a, a great game against Houston and then in New Orleans, he kind of stunk up the joint. Then against Atlanta, he kind of stunk up the joint. Um, did I go to any other games? I went to the Rockets game. I went to the, the Pelican game, and then I went to the Hawks game. I think those are the only three games that I went to um, that this year. But you know, I've been I've been screaming inconsistency inconsistency for Reggie Jackson for the longest, and he was inconsistent. <laughs> but um, that's what's going on with the exclusive breakdown, man. That's what's going on with me. Um, I just felt like y'all guys needed to know that we 500 away from 10k. 500 away from 10k um i think we can get it um i'm gonna do my best to make sure we hit it and we just gonna keep moving we're gonna keep grinding man we're gonna keep grinding i'm trying to still in talks with pandora about getting the show on there you know we we gonna make it happen we gonna make it happen man we made we made iheart radio happen we gonna make a uh, pandora happen man it's just a matter of trusting in what you got trusting in what you got and that's what i'm gonna do man so um what we talking about, man? What we talking about? 19 minutes deep. 19 minutes deep. We ain't really touching to none of the conversations that we going to touch on to. So, y'all already know what time it is, man. This, we might as well just go ahead and get into this episode, man. It's time to get it going, man. What episode number is this? This might be 14. I think this is 14. We going to say 14. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Oh, well. Episode number 14. Of the show where UPS once again has failed me. Let me tell you how they failed me this time. Check it out. So y'all know I've been I've been well y'all don't really know because I ain't really been I ain't really been communicating with y'all like that. And I apologize. I know y'all miss me, man. It's all good. But UPS I've been shopping. I've been trying to get my stuff together for Vegas, man. I've been trying to figure out how I'm going to do it. What am I going to bring? What am I going to wear? And I said, I'm like, bro, I, I got a clothing. I got a clothing line right now. What am I tripping about? What the heck? I'm going to 
take the Vegas, take, take, take your brand down here. So I'm taking Quiet Hustle with me, man. I'm bringing the Quiet Hustle merch with me, man. We gon', I'm gonna make it pop, man. I'm gonna make it pop. We gon', we gon', we gon' do some good things down there. We gonna be networking in more ways than one. I'm telling y'all, man. The bags will come to me, cause I'm not gonna let up. And even when you don't think I'm working, trust me, I'm always working. But anyways, in the midst of me trying to figure out what it is that I was gonna take with me, what it is that I was gonna bring with me to this Vegas trip, um, I already decided what I'm doing. I'm bringing ten pair of shoes with me. I'm bringing ten pair of shoes with me. I need ten pair of shoes, cause I I, I like selection. I need to be able to look into my bag and say, "All right, this is what I got. Um, this is what I got. I need to." do this do that do this and do that and sometimes i might not have the same i might not have the same color combinations with a certain amount with a certain shoe i might have a shirt i might have a quiet hustle shirt it might have my 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 one pair of shoes might go with it better than another pair of shoes so I, I like selection when i when i go uh when i do these trips look i took eight pair of shoes with me to north carolina to, i mean i mean to vegas but I ended up in North Carolina. So I had eight pair of shoes chilling in Vegas for three days. And I was stuck wearing one pair of shoes. So one pair of shoes I will not be taking. It's my barren nines. Because my barren nines give me a bad feeling that things bad are going to happen as I travel. Because those were my traveling shoes when I was going to Vegas. So the barren nines are going to stay at the crib. They're staying. But um. In the midst of that, I bought I bought the Mellow Nines. I've been looking for them shoes for the longest. And then I bought my LeBron 3 Houston Oilers. And <clears throat> long story short, UPS sent me a message saying that they were supposed to bring the shoes on the 28th. 28th is here. I'm waiting for the shoes. They sent me an email saying that they're going to be here on the 29th. Signature required. I'm not going to be here. So hopefully, I can get these shoes. Because if I don't have these shoes in my possession by tomorrow... What does Charles Barkley say? It's gonna be some furniture moving. Now, don't nobody stay here but me. But I'm gonna move some furniture around because I'm gonna be really, really upset because I've been wanting them shoes for so long and I need them in my hand so I can kiss them and hold them and caress them and smell inside of them and, 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 and take pictures with them. Take pictures of me licking the bottom of them like Fat Joe does with his kicks. I need that. I need that in my life. And I can't wait any longer to make that happen i've already waited a week and an extra day i'm not waiting no more i'm not waiting no longer they better be at my door before i leave this house at three o'clock and at the door at three o'clock we gonna have a problem so ups man i don't know what it like i said i don't know what it is with me but we need to have a talk <laughs> we me and you we need to have a discussion so we need to make that happen immediately Got him, coach. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm your host, Tom Ron Smith, aka Roll to Exclusive, aka Mr. Hustle Bandy, aka Mr. Sneaker Bandy. Four Point Island, lock him up, Ron. Oh boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy. Going into his 30s, the boy is still...
Spinning around the world, spinning around the world, brush to my hair, oh, I'm spinning around the world. Daytona 360, alive and in the flesh, bro, look, I was looking at a wave video that I had did, like, maybe, like, month or so ago and i'm like dang man that boy's spinning then i was looking at my hair earlier today before i went out i'm like man that boy spinning dog i'm spinning even when i got this haircut there's this little this little little light skin little light skin cutie in there she like ooh, you cut his hair off and he still got waves i like his hair yeah yeah y'all already know what time it is y'all already know what time it is man but I'm still here, man. Daytona 360 lobbing in the flesh, brother. And y'all already know what I come to do, man. I come to give y'all that Dylon Dillinger hot fire. That H E A T heat. Y'all already know how it go. So look, this probably gonna be a long one. I'm not gonna lie. This probably gonna be a nice long one. So if you if you one of them workout people, man, you need something to work out to, this is probably gonna be the episode for you. It's gonna be the episode for you because it's probably gonna be a lot for me to cover, man. And and I ain't already went 25 minutes deep talking nonsense. Not necessarily nonsense, cause y'all need to know what's going on with the exclusive breakdown, and y'all need to know everything else. So we gonna go ahead. We gonna get into this episode, man. Y'all already know what time it is. We gonna jump into. The first segment of the show, and that is, that's how you feel. So let's get into it, man. Y'all already know what time it is. Got him, Coach, episode number 14. Let's get it. Speak now, or I don't want to hear it. Don't, don't hold nothing, nothing back. back. In this week's, that's how you feel. All right. That's how you feel, man. First things first. Shout out to the Toronto Raptors. I ain't gonna lie. That was my second team going in. I didn't really have faith in the Bucks. And it's nothing against the Bucks. I just I I, I see I see uh, Coach Buzz rec, uh, resume in terms of playoffs, and you know I just I just I just didn't feel it. At least not this year, man. But Milwaukee has a very promising future, man. Very promising future. Um, hopefully they can get Giannis back. Hopefully he doesn't pull a superstar type move and and, and leaves Milwaukee. I would love to see him stay in Milwaukee just like I would like to see Kawhi stay in Toronto. Shout out to Kawhi for doing doing what he's doing, man. He led them boys to the finals. Like he led them to the finals, man. Nobody nobody had faith in them. I didn't even have faith in them cuz my pick from the East was Boston. And I mean, he put in work and did what he needed to do. I hope he stays. I don't think he stays, but I really hope he stays, man. Cause look, I I, I love I love what uh, Kawhi has brought to that team. So now they take on the Golden State Warriors. So um, look, uh, it's a lot of people that that's that's doubting uh, Toronto right now, saying Golden State is probably gonna sweep them. Golden State might pull it out in five. Maybe six. I don't see a lot of people seeing it being a seven-game series. I think a lot of people seeing it being a quick series. But let me get y'all some facts, man. Remember, these teams played twice in the regular season, and Toronto won both games. They are two and zero against the Golden State Warriors right now, 
And that's something that you can take into this series and be confident about. You've beaten the beast. You have experience to beat the beast. And then think about it. KD's not playing. DeMarcus Cousins is going to be questionable for at least game one. I don't know if he's going to be questionable for some the rest of the games in the series. I feel like he's going to play, which, like I, like I have been saying, how serious is a quad injury? Because... When Triple H, when Triple H was was tearing his quad, he was out for like eight months, twelve months. Like he was out for like long periods of time. It might not have been that big of a tear. Like I think Triple H tore his off the bone or something like that. So it was like a, I don't know. But for Demarcus Cousins to talk about he's gonna play in the finals despite a torn freaking quad, that's that's crazy. But um. I don't know, man. I like. I feel like this is Toronto's destiny. I feel like this is Toronto's destiny. I feel like, I feel like a lot of a lot of people has been doubting them all year. Um, they've been having to deal with the Kawhi uh, um, questions about is he staying, is he going all year, and I feel like this is their time. I like the Warriors. Don't get me wrong. I've been. I've been a Warrior fan since Monte Ellis been there, and I probably been a bigger. I probably was a. I was a Warrior fan when Baron Davis and Stephen Jackson, and and Al Harrington and Andres Beadris was running. That was running with uh Don Nelson, and they were scoring a hundred and something points a game and giving up just the same amount, just outscoring teams just enough to win. I was a fan when Baron Davis dunked on Andre Karolinko. So don't make me out to be. One of these fans that just jumped on the bandwagon all of a sudden. I've been a fan of Golden State. Now, they're not my favorite team. You already know where that go. That goes to my beloved Phoenix Suns. But, um, and my beloved Denver Nuggets. Shout out to the Nuggets, man. We're we going to talk about y'all a little later. But, um, look, quote me on this. The Raptors are winning in six. The Toronto Raptors are winning the NBA championship in six games look the the writing's on the wall Kawhi out there balling Kyle Lowry is out there giving them actual effective minutes um Van Fleet out there balling he been balling since he had his uh his uh newborn Pascal Mark Gasol Sergi Baca Norman Powell Danny Green like look the team is legit the team is legit and this is gonna be a pure offense versus defense type series and i feel like toronto got enough defensively to shut down golden state offensively and especially if kevin durant is not going to be playing and you could probably take advantage of a very limited demarcus cousins look i got the raptors in six man i got the raptors in six but enough about those two teams. Let's talk about the other teams that didn't make it to the NBA championship. So let's go into it, man. First off, first of all, I need I need some I need that sad, depressing days of our lives music to talk about these teams because that's the only way I'm gonna be able to talk about them without without uh sounding all gloomy. I mean happy about the fact that you know they're not playing for the championship. So let me let me cue me up some of that days of our lives music. Alright, there we go. So first off, we got to start off with the hometown team, Detroit Pistons, because they were the first team to be eliminated from the playoffs. Um, they were swept by the Bucks 4-0, and it was ugly. It was an ugly situation 
so ugly that Blake Griffin had to come back and literally play on one leg. And he did well. He put up 24, 24 and a half, 6 and 6. Um, the depth just wasn't enough for Milwaukee. Giannis pretty much did whatever he wanted. Uh, Brooke Lopez looked like Shaquille O'Neal mixed with Will Chamberlain, mixed with um, Dirk Nowitzki, mixed with, I mean, he just looked mixed with a whole bunch of players. Like, he took Andre Drummond's soul. It was like a like the the episode of Space Jam where the Monstars took Sean Bradley's soul and Sean Bradley wasn't effective. Now, granted, he wasn't effective for his whole career, but that's what it looked like. It's like like they took Patrick Ewing's soul, and Patrick Ewing was just like a like a bum out there. That's how Andre looked. Like he just lost all confidence. It, it was really really ugly. Um, so. Where do you go from here, man? Because the Pistons are in a situation where they're not bad enough to rebuild, but they're not good enough right now to contend. So where do you go from here? What what are some of the what are some of the positive things that you can look at um, as you go into the offseason? One thing that you can look at is you can look at the consistent play that Reggie Jackson actually played with in the playoffs. Um, he averaged seventeen point seven points and seven assists. He shot forty three percent from a uh, three point range. Very solid numbers, man. Like I said, Reggie Jackson is one of those. He's like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type player, man. You know, when he's good, he's he's definitely a, a tier a tier two point guard, like low tier two. But when he's bad, he's one of the worst. And he actually played really, really well against the Bucks, really, really well. Forty three percent from three point range is actually very, very good for Reggie Jackson. Now, if you're if you're the Pistons. What do, what do you take this as? Is Do you take this as this is something that you can build on next season? Or do you take this as um, Reggie Jackson playing well enough to increase his trade value to maybe go and trade him to maybe a Memphis to get Mike Conley? That remains to be seen. But um, he did some pretty good things out there, man. And, and I don't know. I think he's coming to the last year of his deal. So... I don't know what you do. I mean, you might can trade them. You you might want to keep them, but I, I I think either way, I think I think the, the 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 base would be good either way. Especially if he's going to continue, if he's going to play like he did against the Bucks, I think I think the the, the Piston fan base will be okay with keeping Reggie Jackson around for a season and then kind of seeing where it goes after his contract is up. So that's one thing. The other thing we're going to talk about is Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard, uh, he got inserted into the starting lineup at the game too, and um, he averaged about 15 points and shot 60% from three-point range. Um, this is another positive sign for the Pistons, man, because one of the things that they really, really lacked was outside shooting. That's why they went and picked up Wayne Ellington. They didn't really have outside shooters like that. Reggie Jackson was inconsistent. Um, Blake Griffin, for him wanting to expand his range, he's not a really he's a below average three-point shooter maybe you could say he's a good three-point shooter for his position but overall he's not really that great of a three-point shooter and they didn't really have nobody coming off the bench doing fine demi guy maker trash um ish smith isn't a three-point shooter um what's on the freaking team <laughs> Jose, man, it, it just wasn't that many three-point shooters on the team. Um, so for Luke Kennard to kind of uh, come out of come out of the the, the the inconsistent slumps that he had during the season and actually put up a 
a pretty good playoffs, man. Um, it, that was a, a positive sign to see if you're a Pistons fan. That's something you definitely want to see. Um, going forward, I mean, it's not really much they can do. They got the what 15 pick in the draft, so they'll probably get a, a nice player who could come in and maybe help, maybe not help. Maybe you send them down to the G League, but it, it's not really much they can do unless they make trades. Um, you got to wonder if maybe Andre Drummond could possibly be on the block. Maybe a Blake Griffin could possibly be on the block, because um, you know you got to start. You got to start thinking about the fact that you might not be one of the best teams in the East, so you might not be able to get out of the maybe the first or the second rounds with with the core that you have right now. So maybe you need to go ahead and just strip it down and you know rebuild and try to start from there. Um, I, I just don't like the fact, man. They they had the solid team. Tobias, Marcus Morris, like they had a solid team. And they just blew it all up. Now, but shout out to Blake Griffin for making third team All NBA. Um, when you look at the fact that Blake, Andre, and Reggie, all, when they played together, they played 500 basketball. And one of the knocks that a lot of people said, well, they only played about four or five games together last year, so let them play a season together and see what they can do. They're about a 500. They're about a 500 core together. Um, the Pistons have about eight to nine million. They can um bring in somebody. I think that's mid level exception. Um, Tyreek Evans was a nice option, but you know he's not going to be around for at least a couple years. Um, stay off the weed. It might not have been weed, but stay off the weed. <laughs> so you know they got that, and then they got the biannual exception, which is about two point five million. So there's little money to to possibly bring in players to help. Um maybe continue what you have or whatever it is that you want to do so that's something that the Pistons gonna have to worry about um but right now it's just it's just weird because they're they're not bad enough to want to rebuild but they're not good enough to say all right we can get them next year so it's gonna be an interesting offseason for the Pistons. Orlando Orlando was taken out by Toronto 4-1 um they surprised a lot of a lot of people when they won game one in Toronto and then they went on to lose for a straight um, Nikola Vucevic Aaron Gordon that whole they got a nice young core there but uh, Vucevic is going to be a free agent so you got to see what's going to happen with him a uh, possibility that he does leave which pretty much is just like it's like a it's like a thing with Orlando big men that are really really good they just leave Shaq left Dwight left Vucevic is probably going to leave um, and they're going to be missing the guy who puts up 20 and 12. Um, in, the, in the five game series, he was shut down to 11 and 8. Just not what you want. Not not what you want from a guy that you potentially are going to pay max money to. Aaron Gordon, guy who put up about 16 points in the regular season. Um, kind of was at that same pace, about 15 points in the playoffs. You know, maybe you wanted a little more from him. But um, the, the main questions for, for um, Orlando is going to be is. Vucevic is going to return. Now the Magic can offer him more years and more money, but I mean, it's Orlando, and if, if if he get a call from LA from LeBron telling him that he want him to come there, you better believe he gonna go there. Um, they got Mo Bamba. They they drafted Mo Bamba in the uh, draft with the fifth or sixth pick, I think it was one of them two, and uh, he showed him a little bit of promise in the forty-seven games that he played. Average about six points, five rebounds on the block, um, but he got injured. He injured, injured his right tibia, 
so you don't know if you can turn over the center keys over to Mo Bamba because right now he doesn't have the um, the clean bill of health. He doesn't have that. Um, he got the in 2K. He got the he got the red. He got the red around his um, certain parts of his body because he, he he has the potential to get injured. So I think Vucevic is gonna be the guy. They're gonna do everything in their power to make sure he comes back. And um, it's just going to be interesting to see will he come back. Like I said, the Magic can offer him more money, but it's just going to be a matter of does he want to continue to possibly play for 7th, 8th seed um, playoffs, first round exits, or does he want to probably go to the West with the Lakers who got money and, you know, build with, with LeBron and, and, and contend for possible championships if LeBron can come back to the LeBron that we know. Um, another question would be, do they keep Terrence Ross? Terrence Ross played really, really well. Really, really well. In the year before, he played 24 games and averaged 8 points. Um, he played in 81 games this year and averaged 15 points. Shot 22% from the field, 38% from 3. Um, still a guy who brought consistent minutes to the team in the playoffs. He averaged about 13 points. Uh Terrence Ross is going to get paid. He's going to get paid somewhere. Uh, he's a 3 and D guy. He's a really he's a guy who's a spark plug off the bench. He's going to be able to give you a lot of good things. I don't think Orlando is going to be able to keep him and sign Vucevic. Um, I don't know if they got bird rights on him or not, but that's going to be interesting to see. But uh, Terrence Ross is going to be a guy who's going to attract a lot of money from, from somewhere. And, uh, somebody's going to pay him really, really well. And Orlando might not have the, the, the capital to be able to match what another team is going to be able to pay him. Next up with the Magic, Markel Fultz. Do, do, are you prepping him to be the starter? I mean, he set out the whole year just about um, trying to get his confidence and his shooting touch together. DJ Augustine is a very solid starter, but you gotta take the you gotta take the card out on folks to see what he can be, what he's able to do. I don't think it's fair to label him label him as a bust now because he just really hasn't played that much. He's been hurt, and if he continues to stay hurt, then yeah, you could probably label him. But he just it, it's been it's been hurt. Him being hurt and just him lacking confidence. I think him going like what in the previous episode I said that Markel Fultz would probably benefit from to going benefit going to Orlando because DJ Augustine is a very solid uh, point guard who he can learn under, and um, it's going to be interesting to see how that happens. But their their whole summer is going to be based upon if they can get Vucevic back, if they can get Terrence Ross back for the right amount of money. But if they can't get those two back, then you know Orlando's is going to be in that same situation they were they was in, where they're just going to be once again rebuilding, trying to figure it out, um, letting the young players develop, losing all these games, and that's just what it's going to be. They shocked a lot of team. They shocked a lot of people this year by winning 42 games. Nobody had them winning 42 games. Nobody. Brooklyn. Brooklyn is one of the most intriguing teams in the NBA right now because their they rebuild has been super accelerated. Due to the geniusness of Kenny Atkinson and Sean Marks. So shout out to them, man. They, they're, they're doing some really, really good things between um, D'Angelo Russell and Alan Crabb and Spencer Ditwitty. They got him back for a pretty, pretty good amount. Um, Karis LeVert. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a lot to be happy about in Brooklyn, man. So uh, where do they go? First things first, they need to bulk up that front court. 
I think a Julius Randle to Brooklyn, that'd be a nice move. That'd be a nice move. Team him up with D'Lo. You get that LA connection back again. Um, players who've been in the league a little longer, who's developed their game a little better, and who can, who's very, very good at what they do. D'Lo was an all-star. Julius Randle could have been an all-star if he was in the East. Um, I think you team them two up with, with what they have now. They gonna, they can do some damage. A double can be just as effective as a home run. And what I mean by that is, yes, Kyrie's out there. Yes, Kevin Durant's out there. Hey, 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 even Klay Thompson out there. Maybe they got a shot at him. But look, it's a lot of nice second-tier people or guys who you might not consider to be legit just superstars like a Tobias Harris, Chris Middleton, um, Nikola Vucevic. Like, there's guys like that that are out there that you can go and get and build with this young core and still be good, still be better off. Um, don't feel as if if you lose out on the KD sweepstakes or the Kyrie sweepstakes, then it's over. That's not necessarily the case. Man, it's a lot of talent out there in that free agency pool. And Brooklyn can clean up and, and be a really, really, really good team. Um, stay the course. You know, you got D'Lo developing into what he's developing to. Dinwiddie's a nice piece. LeVert's a nice piece. Joe Harris, he plays his role very well. Jared Allen, he's very, very good. Got to go in the weight room, hit the weights a little bit. Um, but once once he put that, once he put more muscle and strength on him, man, he's going to be a problem. And they got the cap room to make some moves. Brooklyn's in a nice position, man. And you got to give them credit because when that trade happened for Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and they lost all them first round picks. It looked just so bleak. And it was a it was a situation where it was a rebuild that people were like, oh, this is gonna be like a five, six year rebuild, but it wasn't that. You guys came out there and, and proved everybody wrong. Utah. I call this team the most boring team in the NBA despite having one of the most exciting players in the league in Donovan Mitchell. Look, Houston, Houston, Utah series, I I, I called it. I said if Houston hit shots, Utah ain't gonna be able to go point for point for them. If Houston don't hit shots and Utah hit enough shots, their defense can carry them to, to some wins. Now, their defense carrying them to one win, but Houston's offense carried them to four wins. And um, you look at they 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 got a prom they got a promising future. They got some nice young pieces, man. But they need some shooting. They need some shooting. They brought Kyle Corbin in. He wasn't he wasn't really that effective. And you know, Donovan Mitchell. You know, he, he struggled for the early part of the year, so he kind of came to his own, and even then, it was just kind of average. Uh, Ricky Rubio isn't the greatest of three-point shooters. Joe Ingles had a down year from three. Um, Go Baron Favors, don't even count them out. Don't even count them to be three-point shooters. Uh, so they need some shooting. They need to bring some guys in who can, who can shoot the ball. They need to bring some guys who can shoot the ball in. They got to bring in another piece. It's, it's been rumored that they've been... Um, Rumored to Mike Conley, I think that'd be dope. I think they can free up some. They can free up some good money. They can free up about twenty-two uh, million uh, with Rubio, Udo, and Cephalosha coming off the books. They can probably free up some more money if they can trade. If they can um, get a trade off for of Dante Exum, so they can they can free up some legit money. So we'll see if they if they go after somebody a free agency. Utah isn't a preferred destination for free agents, but. You know, if you got money, you can throw it around. Um, it, it's a possibility. And like I said, Mike Conley with um, Myth is winning the draft and possibly taking Ja. 
John Morant, he's probably gonna be on the move, and you talk could possibly uh bring him in. So, like, it's just gonna be them bringing in another scorer for Donovan Mitchell. I think that's the that's the thing that they gotta worry about this summer. San Antonio, San Antonio took the Nuggets to seven games. Didn't expect that. A lot of people expected San Antonio to win. Wasn't expecting them to take them to seven games. I thought it was going to be over in six maybe for Denver, but they fought hard. The thing with San Antonio that you probably got to look forward to is probably health. DeJounte Murray got hurt with an ACL injury and missed the whole year. Then they had guys like Lonnie Walker miss time. They, they just, you know, they had, they had a significant amount of people who missed time with injury. But it allowed guys like Brian Forbes and Derek Wright um, to step up and show that they can be contributing factors to teams to where when those guys do come back, they have a they have an interesting position because they could possibly trade those guys and get more assets in however they want to do it. You know how San Antonio do it. Rudy Gay is going to be a big question. Rudy Gay came into the season, he averaged 14 points, shot 50 percent from the field and 40 percent from three point line. He's a guy who's going to command some money. I feel like he's the guy that's going to command some money. Um, he still has a lot in the tank, apparently, and he's the guy that that a team, that a contending team, who needs that one piece. Are they they're gonna look at it and say, hey, we need to bring in a Rudy guy. So uh, that's something that's gonna be interesting, man. The 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 core. You get Mur- you're gonna get Murray back. You're gonna get Walker back. He's gonna be better. The core is interesting. It's so interesting because you would look at that team and you would probably say they're like a maybe like an AFC. And they were a seven seed, but I feel like Popovich. Popovich is one of those guys who's gonna get the most out of the players, so they're always gonna be in contention for maybe one of them top four or five seeds. Um, so, like I said, I wouldn't even say go after somebody major. Just stay your course. Let your young guys develop. You know, let Demar do his thing. Let Lamarcus do his thing. Because Greg Popovich, he's gonna coach them guys up to be able to be the best team that they can possibly be. For the Clippers. The LA Clippers, man, they're coming into the offseason after taking Golden State to six games. Shout out to Jerry West, one of the best executives out there, man. He has this team looking very, very, very good. Shout out to Doc Rivers. I've always said that Doc Rivers was an overrated coach. Definitely not overrated because he really put in work and he really got those guys looking great. Look at he made them guys look really, really good between Sweet Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell and uh, Patrick Ver- Beverly, Shaq Gildress, Alexander, Danilo Gallinari came into his own. You know, they traded for Zubox, got him from the Lakers. This team is, is really, really looking good and they got some money to play with, um, possibly to go after a Kawhi, possibly to go after a KD, but they got they got they got some money to play with. And it's going to be interesting to see how they are going to build their roster. You can't say nothing negative about this team, honestly, because they, they did everything right. They they built it the right way. You know, they, they got all the bad contracts out. Not only did they get all the bad contracts out, they got guys who wanted to come into the situation and who just wanted to prove themselves. Harold wanted to prove himself. Uh, Beverly wanted to prove himself. You had all these guys who was involved in that CP3 trade who are making sweet contributions to this team and who's going to make continue to make sweet contributions to the team 
and you, you just have nothing negative to say. They got the cap room, you know. They got the coach. They got the they got the 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 solidarity in the front office. The Clippers are looking good, man. I'm I'm very excited to see what they're gonna do in the offseason. Houston, Houston is a team. They took Golden State to six games. Ended up succumbing to the Warriors. This CP3 trade is looking more terrible as it goes along. I, I stated that it was going to be, I, I felt like it was going to be some kind of friction between James Harden and Chris Paul. Um, Chris Paul is an old school type of point guard, which means he has to have the ball in his hands. James Harden is a new school type of player, which means that the offense is built around him, which means that he's going to have the ball for 23 seconds to go one-on-one and pick and roll and do whatever. It was going to clash, and it, apparently it clashed at the end of the game six loss to the Golden State Warriors. And when you look at it now, Chris Paul is making about what 30 40 million dollars. He's 34 years old. He that 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 super max contract has is gonna is gonna cripple Houston for 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 a nice little minute, man. James Harden ain't getting no younger. That whole core ain't getting no younger. Between Eric Gordon, Gerald Green, Nene, the only young piece that you could probably say is probably Clint Capella and maybe House. But other than that, it ain't really a lot of young, solid pieces that you can say you can build around and say that this is what it is. Mike D'Antoni's gonna get another chance. Um, honestly, I think he's really the only coach that you know can possibly coach the roster that they have because I don't think another coach is gonna be able to touch it. So uh, that's gonna be interesting to see what goes for with the nut with the uh, Rockets, the Nuggets. They lost in seven games to the Trailblazers, and the only thing that I can say for them going into the offseason is. Just keep getting better. I mean, they got the young pieces. The young pieces is between Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. They're going to have to decide what they want to do with Paul Millsap. Michael Porter Jr. is going to be coming um, coming and, and be able to give them some contributing minutes. Will Barton. He's gonna, you know, do some things. I mean, they they have the they have the most talent in the West, deep at every single position. They were young, so a lot of people really didn't expect them to really go far. But sometimes fail, failure is your best lesson, man. It, it teaches you the best. That it, it teaches you the most. So um, I'm excited to see what Denver does. I'm pretty sure they're gonna make some um, some good moves going forward. Boston. Boston lost in five games, let me down. I think their offseason is going to be dependent on Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie walks, I don't think Anthony Davis goes to the Celtics. I don't think they make that trade. If Kyrie resigns, I see Anthony Davis possibly going to the Celtics. And they got to resign Marcus Morris. They need Marcus Morris. He's like the, the leader, the heart and soul of that team. Along him and Marcus Smart, they, they bring the toughness to that team. Portland. Portland surprised me because I didn't have them making the playoffs. I think I think I had them as an eighth seed. They made third seed and made the Western Conference Finals before getting swept by the Warriors. Look, I still don't like their roster, and I feel like they still gonna have to trade one of them backcourt mates, and they're definitely not trading Dame. So it's gonna have to be CJ. CJ is gonna have to be traded. CJ is gonna have to be number one guy somewhere else. They gonna need a complimentary piece for Dame Lillard, especially with Nurkic possibly missing the, uh, the the upcoming season with that gruesome injury that he experienced. With Canner and Rodney Hood and Steph Curry possibly being on the move, 
showing their worth in the playoffs and showing their worth over the course of the season. I think they're gonna garner some. Gonna, they're gonna garner some good money. So I don't think they're gonna be sticking around. Dame is probably gonna sign the super match, which is probably the best thing. I mean, he's been loyal to that organization where everybody goes and joins forces and plays in big markets to. If, you know promote the brand and, and do more for the brand which ain't a bad thing but you know sometimes you got to be loyal to those who are loyal to you and that's what dame is doing so shout out to dame if he does sign that supermax he really does deserve it man at the end of the day they just got to find balance they just got to find balance man it's just it's, it's too many average or below average players on that roster and that's a big, big shout out to Terry Stops for being able to get them guys to be able to do what they need to do. But it's just, it's it's not enough to to continue to compete in the West because teams is gonna continue. They're gonna get better. They're gonna get better, man. If KD, if KD walks out on the Warriors, you've seen what they're able to do without KD. So they're still gonna be there. Denver is gonna be there. Um, OKC is gonna be there for the regular season. Playoffs, that's a whole nother thing. So the team's gonna get better, man. Phoenix is gonna get better. Sacramento, they show potential. The Lakers are gonna get better. So it's all these teams is gonna get better, man. And the the Blazers, they just gonna keep falling down the uh, the trail. So they gotta they gotta do something. They gotta bring some more pieces in there to help uh, Dame um, continue the success of making the playoffs. And last but not least, we are gonna talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. Who lost in six games to the Toronto Raptors? Giannis probably gonna win MVP. Eric Bledsoe, Mar- Malcolm Brogdon, tough, gritty backcourt, all-around play from Chris Middleton, uh, shooting from Miritich to Ilyasova. George Hill gave uh, good minutes off the brook, up the bench. Brooke Lopez has once defined, once once again redefined his career. One of the best shooting big men in the league. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, man. But they gotta resign. They gotta resign Middleton, and they gotta resign Meritage. You can get a cheap. I think you can get a cheaper option for Brook Lopez. You probably can get like a Dwayne Dem, and Dwayne Dem is gonna be a free agent. He's probably gonna be a cheaper option for Milwaukee. But you gotta resign Middleton. I think Middleton Middleton complements Giannis very very well. Uh, Middleton is a guy who could probably be a, a solid number one option, but he's a very very good number two option. And that's what you need. You need guys who can play their role. Meritich is a burner from three. You need guys like that. And and that's what it is. You you need guys like that. You need shooters around Giannis because Giannis' game hasn't really really been defined yet. He he's, he's not hitting the outside shot consistently, so I don't think he can really keep the defense at honest. So you need guys when he gets down to the paint and they start collapsing the paint kick it out to somebody they hit the three but that's something i think Giannis is gonna work on um he's gonna work on that three-point shot he averaged 27 27 12 and 6 in the season 24 12 and 5 in the playoffs um he's gonna get better man you, you see the transformation he's he's experienced from his rookie year to now his game has gotten so much better so he's gonna continue to work on his game and it's gonna be the best thing for him man and we've covered every team. And when the Raptors or the Warriors lose, we'll talk about their offseason. But we can't talk about it now because they're still playing. Thursday, game one. Can't wait. 
let's go into let's go into logically correct man we, i want to talk about the nba draft man so let's get into it there's the right way the wrong way and daytona's way which could be a combination of the right way and the wrong way to you but in his eyes it's always the right way here's this week's logically correct because he says so all right so logically correct so i watched the nba draft lottery and I actually love what Games and Zones did. I watched a um, variation, Bleacher Report. I watched a variation of the um, the draft lottery, and it was hilarious. <laughs> it was it was hilarious, man. LeBron, LeBron, a trip. <laughs> they had Frank Kaminsky on there. And LeBron was going off on all the other teams, and Frank Kaminsky was like, "Do us," and he was like, "No." <laughs> And that was hilarious, man. Games is on. I love that. I, 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 I like that little series that they do on there. But, um, so I'm watching this, man, and I, I picked up four things that 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 I wanted to talk about about the, this draft lottery, man. The first thing I picked up is how rigged the NBA is. The Lakers was not supposed to have one of them top four picks. They wasn't supposed to have one of them top four picks. All of a sudden, they magically worked their way into the top four. That was crazy. Like I just, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe that it happened the way that it, that was supposed to happen. I feel like the NBA realizes that LeBron James, him not being in the playoffs, is gonna make the ratings collapse. So they're gonna do everything in their power to make sure that talent gets in LA, so that LeBron can compete for a championship and be in the playoffs. That's all that was. They rigged. They rigged that. Uh, they rigged that lottery, man. How is it that Phoenix is the numbers? How does Phoenix get the number six pick? How? They're terrible. Phoenix. Phoenix is horrible. We need a top four pick. We needed that number two pick because we need Ja. We wanted Ja. I wanted Ja for Phoenix, but we wasn't able to do that, man. So NBA. NBA is definitely rigged, man, for for getting the Lakers one of them top four picks. I just talked about it with Phoenix. They getting the number six pick. Rigged. They should have got at least a top three pick. They needed a top three pick. <sighs> this is gonna be a very interesting offseason. It started off well. You hire Monty Williams. Good job, Phoenix. But this is gonna be a very interesting offseason, man. I've been hearing rumors about Drew Holiday possibly being traded to Phoenix. Let, let's let's make something happen, man. Let's make something happen. Phoenix is on the cuffs. Heck, I even say, you know what? Trade that number six pick and get get a get a point guard, man. Get a point guard in there. Get a get an experienced point guard because that's what you need. Devin Booker should not be your point guard. Okay, what James Harden do? Devin Booker should not be your point guard. Hey, you got young pieces. Get Josh Jackson out of here, man. We we'll ride with TJ. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, Dragon Bender. You know, we, we we got the pieces, man. So let's 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 try to make this happen, man. Because we we need to make the playoffs this year. I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of having to defend Phoenix. Atlanta, man. Atlanta, one of them up and coming teams, man. They 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 got the nice pieces. Trey Young's established himself as a guy who's gonna be a problem. John Collins established himself as a guy who's gonna be a problem. They got nice pieces in Torian Prince, Kevin Horder, um, and 15 shot Spellman. And they got the eighth and the tenth pick coming up. So they can they can package them picks, get an, a, another veteran in there, or they can get two more young pieces to go with that young core. They got cap room. They can make a they can make a splash in free agency. So Atlanta's gonna eat very very well. 
in New York. New York, New York, man. New York gets the third pick, which means they're not going to get Zion. And there's a lot of people that's really, really butthurt about that. Mainly everybody from New York because they wanted the first pick. And they haven't had the first pick in years. Despite them getting a very, very good player and probably uh, possibly RJ Barrett, they wanted Zion. And they're not going to get him. He's probably going to go to the Pelicans. And that's what I experienced from the draft. So, let's get into the topic of the week, man. I don't even think I got a... I ain't got no buffer for topic of the week. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what buffer I'm gonna use. I wanted to use heat of the week, but they got add some fire to your sneaker collections. So I don't think I'm gonna do that. Um, I don't know. Whatever this buffer is, I'll have it fixed by the next time I'm on the mic, man. So let's 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 play whatever I'm gonna play. Sit back and relax. Time to have some knowledge dropped on you. Alright, so this week, I think last last week we talked about the WM I mean last episode we talked about the WNBA. Talked about how the women should be getting paid more than what they're getting. This week, I wanted to go back into my desktop publishing days. When I did this magazine called The Rock. It was a sports magazine. And in the magazine I did a mock interview with a guy that was projected to be a first round pick in the 2000 in 2002 NBA draft. Didn't make it. Ended up playing um, in the development league. Then going over to the CBA, going to play overseas a little bit. And that is none other than Lenny Cook. Lenny Cook was the guy. He was the guy in NYC, man pretty sure a lot of people have not heard of Lenny Cook I mean if you are a basketball enthusiast you definitely heard of Lenny Cook but overall people who maybe just watch the NBA just for people that is in the league now they they probably never heard of Lenny Cook but Lenny Cook was at one point in time the number one player in the nation he was better than LeBron James he was better than Carmelo Anthony he was the number one player in the nation man and he deserved it. He was a 6'6", 206, scoring and rebounding machine. Dude averaged 30 points and 15 rebounds freshman year. He was a freshman of the year, man. And he went on to win the MVP of the ABCD camp, which was one of the most prolific camps before it closed down. The camp that held players such as LeBron and Carmelo and Joe Kim Noah and Raymond Felton and Kyrie Irving. It was it was one of them it was one of the elite camps out there. Man. Lenny. Lenny was the guy, man. Lenny was the guy. He was he he was that guy. Well, he went to a school in New York and he was taken in by his guardian and was transferred to North Valley Regional High School in New Jersey where he put up another solid year which made him the number one player in the country. That year, he battled a kid by the name of LeBron James. And him and LeBron had a nice little battle. But LeBron ultimately won that game. And it was a game that Lenny Cook that didn't even play bad in. Lenny Cook had a nice game, but LeBron just took over the game. And, and, and took the game from him. And a lot of people say that game shattered Lenny Cook's confidence. 
not the fact that he was a guy who didn't want to attend school. He didn't want to. He didn't want to do the the ACTs and all that other stuff to attend colleges. And he had colleges looking at him. Colleges like Ohio, uh, Ohio State, uh, UNC, Seton Hall, St. John's. Like he had all of these schools looking at him, man. And he didn't want to put in the, the the work outside of basketball to make those dreams happen. Ultimately, he was declared ineligible. Ended up going to a school um, in Flint, in Flint, Michigan. The only competition, can, the only competition that he could play in was like in tournaments, and that was it. He had the opportunity, like I said, he had the opportunity to go to these schools. He decided against it, declared himself for the 2002 NBA draft, and he went undrafted. By the time his senior year was over, he was the number one. He was the number four player ranked in the in the country, and he had such an aura about him that any school would have been able to take him on and make him a better player to be able to have the maybe possibly have the career that LeBron James has now. But that's what happens, man. Sometimes you let arrogance get to you when you are the guy. You are the guy. You walk around. You are the man. You every everybody is is doing everything for you. You got all the yes men in the world who's doing whatever, and you let that get to your head, man. That's the that's the beginning of the end. Because the minute the minute you 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 lose focus, because you think you got it all, when 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 you're humbled to make you realize that you don't have it all, them people them same people that was your yes man. Ain't gonna ride with you like they once did. They gonna dip. They gonna dip about you, man. And they gonna make you. They gonna. They gonna move on to the next thing. So you you got you gotta watch your arrogance, man. You gotta watch your arrogance. You could be the nicest person in the world, but one thing can catastrophically change everything. Everything. And for Lenny Cook, it was that game against LeBron James, and the fact that he didn't want to go to school, so he was academically ineligible. And the fact that he everybody he went against everybody's wishes and he went to the school out in Flint. And it was the fact that he didn't go to college. He didn't take advantage of the fact that he had offers from other um, other universities. And he decided to go to the NBA draft. And when he got when he declared himself, he didn't do all the pre-draft workouts. He didn't work out for teams. He just basically went off word. A yes man. Somebody who told him, oh, I spoke with such such amount of teams and there's eight nine ten teams that are interested in taking you in the first round and that's when he went off of and when it didn't happen now you got to scramble now you got to now you got to try to refine their place and that's what happened with lenny cook man hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard lenny cook was a talented kid 30 and 15 20 20 points here 20 points there number one player in the country mvp of the uh, of the camp he had all of the talent to be one of the best, but he didn't have the drive. He didn't have. He didn't realize that it, it was other. It was other things that you had to do to make sure that you took advantage of the talent that you do have. Like I got all the talent in the world on the mic, but if I don't utilize it, if I don't, if 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 I if I go consistently, if I go two months three months four months five months six months without doing nothing on the mic i'm not utilizing my talent the best way that i can i'm i'm, I'm procrastinating and that's one thing you don't want to be a procrastinator 
You don't want to be that guy. Like, you know, man, I think the main thing with him, man, just watching the auto wide, just watching the documentary, it was really, really sad to see because you just, you've seen a guy with just all, all of this potential, man, and he just couldn't, he couldn't take it, uh, he couldn't take advantage of it. He couldn't take advantage of it. He got in his own way. He got in his own way. And that's why you you gotta watch who you hang out with. You gotta watch the company that you keep because people really don't have your best interests at heart. And what I mean by that is people people will ride with you when they see if they see something that they can benefit off of. So with all that was going on. I'm pretty sure a lot of people knew that it was probably best for him to go to college. Hell, I'm even sure Lenny Cook knew that it was best for him to go to college. He hadn't played in a year. He hadn't played competitively in a year. You know what I'm saying? People aren't really seeing him play. The, the last taste of what they got was him being out outplayed by a junior. And, and, and being outplayed by LeBron. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm pretty sure people knew that. His best step would be for him to go to school and, and take advantage of the school thing. But when like I said, when you you he hired you, look, when people say they got money for you, that's where everybody go for. Forget everything else. Go where the money is. Which isn't a bad thing. Especially if you're in a in a in a in a situation where you where you're struggling. Man, you gotta go where the money is. You gotta go where the cash is. But at the same time. You got to be smart about it. You got to be smart about what it is that you do. And a lot of in, in this situation, he wasn't smart about it. He, he he got around people who wanted him to do certain things, and he took that to heart, and he felt that he was the man, and it came back and it bit him. It came back and it it, it bit him. It's sad. It's sad that he went undrafted. He went and played in the uh. National Basketball Development League and he played in the USBL. He tried out for the Boston Celtics and the Seattle Sonics and that was the only taste of NBA success that he ever had. Um, he played in the Summer League game against LeBron and as soon as LeBron entered the game, they took him out because they felt he was going to go he was going to try to go too hard one-on-one -on -one with LeBron and, and lose the the team game. And it was a guy, he was a guy, he averaged 21 and 9 um, in the PBA. No, he averaged 20, 28 and 9 playing for the Brooklyn Kings in the USBL. Um, he averaged 16 and 7 playing in China. So he had the talent. He just ain't had a, the, the, the work ethic and the attitude to make it happen. And I don't care what it is, man. I don't care what it is. If you ain't got the work ethic and the grind to make it happen, it's not gonna happen. Like LeBron, LeBron's surrounded himself with with, with people, with, with good people who wanted his best interests at heart. And you see that you see how LeBron how successful LeBron is. On pace to be the first billion dollar athlete. You see what Melo doing. You know, Melo ain't in the league right now, but you know, his name still holds weight. 
people still craving for Melo. People still want Melo in the league. People still believe Melo can do something, something vicious out there. Lenny Cook had all of the, the, the talent and the abilities to make it happen, but simply just didn't make it happen because he let his ego get the best of him. And he had to be humbled quick. And he couldn't be humble. He, he, he couldn't get humbled enough. I mean, he ultimately ended up messing up both of his, uh, ended up injuring both of his quad Achilles. And his career is over. Now he's the guy telling people don't make the same mistakes that he did. Take your butt to school. Make sure you go to school. Make sure that you're doing everything that you need to do to be a better player. Make sure you're listening to the coaches. Make sure don't let your head get that big to where you feel you are bigger than the team. Don't be that guy. And that's something that everybody can translate in life. Don't, don't feel that... Because you do something Because you make a certain amount of money Or you got a certain amount of fame Or whatever Don't let it get to your head Cause this is Just as hard Just as Just as just as much as you have to grind to get it man It's very very easy For you to lose it And have to start all over So don't let Don't let it get to your head Don't let it get to your head Because The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, and and and, and that's a that's a true reality that we all gotta live through. So I would suggest people to watch the documentary. It's a really really deep documentary, man. And it really honestly, it wasn't much for me to talk about basketball wise with Lenny Cook because it just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough basketball for me to really really explain. He was one of the best players in high school. When he graduated, he was the number one, number four player in the in the country. He went undrafted. He played in the USBL, the PBA. He played in China. He he had two stints with the NBA. He tried out for the Boston Celtics summer league team, and he he tried out for the uh, Seattle SuperSonics uh, summer league team. He didn't make it. He went back, got hurt, ended his career, and that's what it was, and that's what it is. Now he's a guy. Motivational speaker Don't make the same mistakes I did Because I think he knew That he made mistakes And I think he knew That if he would have did Certain things different We'd be talking about A whole different Lenny Cook Probably talking about Lenny Cook in the finals right now But now He has to be The the, the unfortunate tale That Just because you talented At something Don't mean that you You can You can slack off In any other aspect Man you still gotta go after it And that's the episode man Golly Hour and 22 minutes This is probably the longest episode I did in a minute Man I don't know how I'm gonna edit this man It's about to be a journey But um I'm gonna have fun doing it man Shout out to the new patron Keela Appreciate your donation Appreciate your patronage I appreciate it we, we gonna continue to grow strong And make it happen from there So uh, thank you for your For your contribution to the brand And I'm hoping that possibly As things continue to roll That donation gets bigger and better But you know what I'll take what you give me right now Cause I'm not a salty person <laughs> 
But that's it, man. I'm about to be up out of here, man. Y'all already know what time it is. I am tight on Smith Roan 2 exclusive hustle baddy sneaker baddy four point island. Lock them up, Roan. Daytona 360 signing off. And I will holler at y'all on. Hold on. I'll holler at y'all in two weeks, man. Peace. Thanks for listening. Your support just helped the show get closer to that bag. For more info on the show, hit up Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Exclusive Breakdown. Talk to you next week.